<clears throat> Good morning, everybody. This is Hunter here, and this is The Real Pineapple. Thank you so much for listening. A uh, happy early 4th of July, depending on when you're listening to this. Uh, so I'm going to make uh, these reviews kind of quick, because I do have 4th of July plans, but I wanted to get these up so you guys had something to listen to. So I'm going to talk about Baby Driver here, which, uh, if you've been listening to the podcast this summer, it's been a really rough summer <laughs> so far. Really hasn't been a lot of stuff that we've been blown away by, whether it's the mummy being a piece of crap or uh, what was that terrible Amy Schumer we snatched uh, to Transformers, which we ripped to shreds. It's just, it's been a really rough summer so far outside of Guardians and really Wonder Woman, <laughs> honestly. This is the first movie where I went, oh, thank God, thank God you came out. And not. Be- not because I didn't want Guardians to be great or Wonder Woman to be great, but this felt genuinely fresh because, admittedly, while I do love the superhero genre, sometimes it is hard to find something that's fresh about it. This felt like a genuinely fresh movie and a really good palate cleanser for what we've gotten so far this summer. So, uh, to jump in here, uh, this is uh, the plot is really pretty basic. Uh, it, it's basically, uh, I'm gonna butcher this dude's name, I'm so sorry, uh, Ansel, uh, Ansel Elgort, uh, he plays Baby, so he's a getaway driver, who you find out is in debt to Kevin Spacey's character, um, which is actually a pretty cool reason, not super original, but I enjoyed it, the kind of origin story, uh, Kevin Spacey's doc, and so it's about him really paying his debt getting away scot-free, and as he's working off his debt, he meets this waitress played by uh, Lily James uh, named Deborah, and their chemistry starts to blossom just as shit's really starting to hit the fan for Baby, and he's dragged back in for one more job. It's always that last job, isn't it? But, uh, <laughs> and then things, of course, go wrong. It's about Baby trying to get out uh, of this whole lifestyle and what Deborah represents as far as giving him a chance to get out of the whole criminal underworld. So, just to jump in here, this is this is uh, directed and written by Edgar Wright, and I will say I actually went through and I rewatched every Edgar Wright movie in the last couple months. I uh, watched, of course, uh, Hot Fuzz, Shaun of the Dead, um, The World's End, and then of course Scott Pilgrim, which is in my top 10 if not my top five favorite comic book movies ever and the thing about edgar wright is you hear the concepts of his movies and in the hands of pretty much any other director they would be shit movies i mean look at it the the zombie genre has just been so (laughs) watered down since Shaun of the dead i mean let's face it but you take a movie like Shaun of the dead where it's you know these smart ass (laughs) kind of unlikable characters trying to survive a zombie apocalypse making nerd references to each other that sounds like shit but it's an amazing movie Hot Fuzz is a parody cop movie that works hilariously well uh, World's End again a bunch of unlikely people trying to survive uh, survive an apocalypse and yet it's a character driven story when you look at Simon Pegg's character in the movie and then you get to Scott Pilgrim which should be damn near insufferable i mean it's it may be the most hipster movie (laughs) that's ever been made and yet i I don't know if there's another director who could have made scott pilgrim work as well as it did and the same thing applies here it's almost getting to a point where edgar wright 
why do we even question the dude? We should just say, okay, this movie's gonna be great. Why am I even concerned? And I was slightly concerned, just slightly concerned, heading into this because I love Edgar Wright so much. And let's call it what it is. You know, he worked on Ant Man for damn near a decade and stepped away from it. So something like that really could break a director and just make him jaded. And it doesn't somehow. It didn't. So uh, let me just kind of go down each character here. Uh, An uh, Ansel Edford, uh, Elgort, pardon me, as Baby. I was trying to remember where I recognized the kid from. I guess he's in the Insurgent or Divergent movies, whatever. I, I, I haven't watched, I think I watched the first one <laughs> and I haven't watched one since. But what I recognized him from was, uh, oh my gosh, I'm totally blanking. What I uh, recognized him from was The Fault in Our Stars because uh, he played Gus and Damn it, that that movie still probably top ten saddest movies I've ever seen. That kid just uh that kid is charming. And he feels like a rock star in this movie. He brings just enough charisma, just enough charm, just enough class, and yet you feel as the movie progresses that he's a tough motherfucker too. So you really get a full spectrum of emotions from this guy. And he's quiet, he's not saying a whole lot. But his actions and the way he, is, he carries himself, his swagger, really uh, carries a lot of weight in this movie. And Edgar Wright did a great job directing him, and uh, he did a great job acting it out. If I do have a complaint, uh, and it makes sense, but Doc, uh, Kevin Spacey's character, says early on that he doesn't have the same crew for the same job. So obviously, you know, you can't, it's hard to track and everything. So we get John... Uh, Bernthal here, the Punisher, uh, as a Griff, and he's only in the movie for maybe eight minutes-ish, maybe. So, I mean, that just kind of bummed me out, because I really like John Bernthal. Uh, the, the contrast to that, though, is that we get a lot of John Hamm, who plays Buddy, and, God, if there's an, ever an actor who needs to be more shit, it really is John Hamm. The man's wonderful, and I was really happy to see him be... John, not just John Hamm, because I feel like everyone just is kind of waiting for him to be Don Draper, but he really does a damn good job of not only being really evil at points, but being, you know, that charming John Hamm, and he really does play full spectrum, and when you find out his backstory, uh, which is assisted by Jamie Foxx, uh, it's really cool to see how he got to where he's at, and again, they don't spend a whole lot of time on it, but it's so well done just in the glimpse you get uh jamie fox plays bats it almost feels like he's playing mike tyson because <laughs> he's just kind of crazy and talks to himself but what i really do love about this movie and I, and i and i really do mean love about this movie is that it's so cool to see how all these older characters who are so jaded with being criminals for a while they give you the impression that these crim these guys have been criminals for quite some time and you see baby who's optimistic about life despite the situation he's in and how they're kind of projecting their anger and frustration onto baby because he's so in that i don't give a shit mode because he's a dri he's a driver but he's a damn good one he's probably the best driver and the movie goes out of its way to really show why he's so uh, in high demand by doc uh the other thing i really enjoyed is that baby is guarded and you see those walls come down, especially as we get into the third act. It really does open up his character with circumstances that occur. 
and it's it's just really cool to see and this is it's not a huge part well eh, it's a decently sized chunk of the movie but i love the relationship with him and his foster dad i thought it was so well done and it was genuinely sweet and added another layer to baby's character and just to kind of wrap up here uh lily james who played deborah I love their relationship. I love their back and forth. It really felt like they could be dating in real life because the chemistry is so there. And I'm, I'm paraphrasing the line, but she says, you know, I just want to get in the car, you know, drive it. Oh, God, what she say? I want to go in a car that I can't afford and, ha and head out west with a plan I don't have and something like that. It was just such a romantic, aww. It's It's cute in the most disgusting way, and I mean that as a compliment. It's it's just, it's genuinely so sweet at points. And the movie doesn't take itself seriously. It, it takes itself seriously when it needs to, but it's a very, it's a fun movie. And it could come across as slapstick, again, if it wasn't Edgar Wright doing it, but it feels grounded somehow, even though there are definitely some uh, some jokes where you're, you'll be laughing really hard. I, I wish they hadn't shown the car scene with uh, the Mike Myers mask in the trailer, because I, I really kind of would have liked to have had that saved uh, going into the movie and not know about it, but you know, that is a small gripe at best. This movie is so well done, and the soundtrack, I don't want to spoil the soundtrack, but they use, uh, I will say there's a Young MC song in there, which I, I couldn't believe <laughs> that they found a way to get a young MC song and, 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 and pump me up for it on top of that and then there's a Queen song and, I, and I'm gonna leave it at that yeah, I would stay off of Spotify and don't type in baby anything because it will probably pop up and ruin the songs on the, on, the, on the list and in closing here I'll just say the music is used so well whether it's uh, whether it's baby tapping his hands to the beat or him giving an earbud up to someone to listen to what he's listening to to kind of get ready for heist to gunshots going off during the beats of certain songs it's just so well choreographed it's damn near mu musical now i sit here kind of talking it out here it's so well done it's such a labor it feels like a labor of love i guess edgar wright's been working on this for i think they said 20 years of what i read so uh, off and on so it, it shows it, i mean he really took the time to fine tune this and everything and I guess the budget on this was uh, was 40 million. It's already made uh, over 30, so this is gonna be a hit. And thank thank goodness, thank God, something good has come out before Spider-Man: Homecoming. Hopefully, Spider-Man's as good as this. Uh, I gotta be honest, I'm sitting here. I, I I don't have a complaint, and I and that's one reason I I saw this on Friday, and I was really sitting here trying to think of a complaint uh if anything you could make the case it didn't bother me it's maybe 10 minutes ish too long maybe but not enough that i went oh this is stupid and i'm gonna drop you a whole grade it, it you know just kind of nitpicking but you could make that case overall man this is a fan fucking tastic for me uh this movie's been real pretty well as far as uh, advertised so Go out and see this. Support this. We'll get more stuff like this if this makes money. And Edgar Wright, as usual, sir, I look forward to the next thing you're going to put out because it will be brilliant, I'm sure. 
Uh, guys, have you seen Baby Driver? Let us know in the comments below what you think. Uh, you can follow us on Podbean at The Real Pineapple. You can follow us here on SoundCloud at The Real Pineapple 775. Don't forget to subscribe and set your alerts so you know when our new tracks are coming up. You can follow yours truly on the Twitter at JHunterRealPineapple. Like us on Facebook at The Real Pineapple. Follow Mr. Scott Nearman, Scott I Miss You Bud, at uh, Nearman the First. You can follow our buddy Colin on, on Twitter at The Real, that's R E E L O'Neill. Guys, thank you so much for listening. We will have reviews up this weekend for Spider Man Homecoming. I think that will be the one time I'll have, uh, one thing I'll have uh, time to record over this uh, 4th of July weekend. But guys, thank you so much. We'll have that up uh, this weekend. We will talk to you soon. Peace.